This is Katie Miller with Ag Country Farm Credit Services here. So the long-awaited, relatively final acreage reporting data came out on Friday. I'm going to say relatively because USDA did say, not in the actual acreage report, but in the accompanying uh, executive summary, that they will be resurveying producers. They listed all the major production states, which, as far as I can remember, is the largest resurvey we've had. Um, they have done it on a state-by-state basis, but generally not the entire Corn Belt Obviously, we've had a much different spring. There isn't a lot to compare this to. Um, Remember, when you look at this data, that it's really planting intentions as of June 1st. So just looking at some of the the data and how it it compares to crop progress, when they took this survey data, corn acres, there was about 16 to 17% of the acres remaining to go in. In 2018, for comparison, we had about 1.5% of the acres. 2017, 2% of the acres. So we were a lot further along. Producers were, it was either in or it wasn't. And that wasn't the case this year when they did the survey. When you look at soybean acres, 41% of the crop had yet to be planted when they did this survey data. Going back, the the highest amount since 2012, really, um, 2015, we had 15.5 percent so just blowing everything way out of the water uh, cotton a ton of that left to be planted spring wheat not so much i mean it was still high there's two and a half percent of the crop which is high compared to previous years but again at two and a half percent last year you're basically done so what they do they will go re- in and resurvey this does not match the same data that WASD had out a few weeks ago when they cut the acres, and I've heard a lot of discussion about that, but we have to remember these reports are prepared by two different agencies within USDA. And as well, do they talk to each other? Well, they do, but these are two different data sets, and they're not supposed to match at this point. Usually, a normal year, yeah, they're pretty close. That's not the case this year. So this NAS data that was out Friday is purely survey data, the WASD numbers are more model-based. There's a little bit of a survey in there, but it's not not the same method at all. So with, there are going to be revisions. Uh, August, they'll re-release uh, these numbers with the new survey data. And then as we move from August into September, October, the PP data from FSA starts to be incorporated. So these numbers are going to smooth out over time. But I think you know, just on the very face of it, Principal crop planted acres down about 10.3 million from the prior year. So total planted acres within the whole U.S. of every uh, major crop, 309.3 million. The peak was 2012. That was 324.9. So we've taken out all of those uh, acres. We gained about 10 million actually in, in 2012. We've taken out that plus a little bit more in the time ever since. We are seeing a lot of those acres you know, be put into CRP or any other kind of conservation program. Um, Some of it go back to pasture on on the real fringe acres. A lot of switches going on because of the price situation we've had. Um, As far as our trade territory, total principal cropland acres, North Dakota down 517,000 for 2019, Minnesota down 631. Some of that is PP. It really just depends on how producers reported to um, NAS when NAS called to do the survey. If they said, I'm not planting these acres, then it probably was taken out of the principal crop. If they said, well, I want to go to corn 
and then couldn't get it in a week later, that would not be included in here. I think that's pretty notable because South Dakota by itself, 2.1 million acre loss of major cropland acres. On the same token, some states look a little bit light. Um, Indiana showing a total cropland area loss of just 430,000 acres, but they're also expected to see an increase in corn. I don't think that's what actually happened, but that's way things looked at the first part of, of July. Wisconsin, very minor change, just down 6,000 6, acres. So USDA is saying for 2019, U.S. producers planting 91.7 million acres of corn. That was much, much higher than what the trade was looking for. A trade looking for somewhere in the high, mid to high 80s. Uh, a lot of a big range of guesses on that. There was almost a 7 million acre range. And even the highest guess of that was below what USDA came out. So in USDA's report, the way they see these corn acres falling is Minnesota an increase of 100,000 acres of corn compared to 2018, North Dakota an increase of 550,000 acres of corn, South Dakota a decline of 500,000 acres of corn, and Wisconsin a decline of 100,000 acres. So they have no change out of Illinois, which seems tough to believe given the anecdotal evidence we had. But again, their final plant date is June 5th, and this was supposed to be from a survey around June 1st. So they had some time yet, at least when they took this data. Now, when you look at soybeans, obviously, the f you go back to the first week of June, price ratio is quite a bit different. Corn, um, about half the price of soybeans ratio is pretty close to two to one, which is very heavily in favor of corn. And you can see that when you look at what USDA did with the soybean acres. So total soybean acres, uh, USDA reduced sharply from previously, they're coming in at just 80 million acres. Um, that's down uh, two to three million from where we were in March even. USDA saying North Dakota will lose a million soybean acres, which doesn't seem unlikely given the price issues we've had. South Dakota down 1.2 million. Minnesota down 900,000. Iowa down 900,000. Uh, these are some pretty big switches for major producing states that we don't typically see, and they're not going back to corn necessarily at least in its entirety so be interesting to see um, how USDA works this out obviously they are reporting some PP they have Illinois down 500,000 acres of soybeans Indiana down 650,000 in my mind it looks a little bit more like producers acknowledge some PP but we're still going to try to get something in and if they could get something in at least at this point they're going to put corn in. and logically that's that seems like a pretty likely place to go you start looking though at what was left to be planted when they took this survey so corn about 17 percent of the crop had yet to be planted soybeans 41 percent of the crop had yet to be planted previous years soybeans the highest we've really seen is about 15.5 in the past 10 years so we're way out of the scale there's not Historically speaking, a lot of um, comparison. We just don't know what to do with this, and I'm sure um, NAS models didn't have a lot to say about it either. When we look at wheat data, there was some change. We saw a small decline in wheat acres. A lot of that had to do with the slow planting in South Dakota and parts of North Dakota. Otherwise, as far as who gained what, corn, obviously the biggest uh, winner in terms of acres or what was intended to be put in barley right behind that 
um, not right behind that, but 314,000 extra acres of barley is quite a bit. Sunflowers acreage was up, canola acreage was up. Uh, and then you start to go, who, who lost acres? Chickpeas down quite a bit because that market has fallen off. Um, sorghum, durum wheat was a huge loser, and that a lot of it was because uh, they simply weren't competitive through the winter. Uh, durum price is running less than spring wheat. Now we have to look at the stock status. So what was left? This is the year-end data for wheat coming in just at 1.1 billion bushels. That was very, very close to what uh, USDA had. So there won't really be a change on that balance sheet. When you look at stocks, corn stocks compared to the previous year, down about 2%. Not a huge change, but we are using it. Soybeans, on the other hand, up 46.8% from last year, and last year was the record high. So we have a ton of soybeans laying around, and, and that doesn't look like it's going to change. We only have uh, one quarter left of the marketing year on those two crops. As far as wheat was concerned, yeah, we had a little bit less than last year in stocks, but not enough to make any major difference. Some of the specialty crops you take with a, a grain of salt because there's a lot of of movement back and forth in a, a small amount is going to flood that market. But chickpeas, stocks compared to last year, up about 300%. So as far as state-by-state -state basis, I don't know if there was any major surprises when you look at the stocks data. Everybody has a little too much. We have seen a lot of movement out of corn in the past two months, and I think that's why we were able to pull that number down below last year at this time. Soybeans, on the other hand, you know, if you had to move something for cash, it wasn't going to be soybeans. So we're continuing to see the effects of the trade situation, but I, I think really at this point that's taken a back seat to the African swine fever. There is simply not the demand coming out of China that we had. And, and that's true for Brazil. It's They're just not buying as much. They've called such a tremendous number out of their herd. And other things are going to have to take its place, but at least for the time being, they just don't need soybeans. And, and that's going to reduce the negotiating power going forward. That's all for now. Be sure to follow Ag Country on Facebook and Twitter for more great updates.